Welcome to Six Pack Cinema. We are talking about the Netflix original movie, The Highwaymen, all about the Texas Rangers who brought down Bonnie and Clyde, starring Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Kathy Bates made an appearance as well. Uh, let's get into this one. Dude, you should review a movie. Oh, oh my God, yes. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. Uh, movie review. All right, welcome to Six Pack Cinema. My name is Jimmy. I got my two, ho- two co-hosts, Dave and John, here. Today we're talking all about The Highwaymen, so either you watch The Highwaymen on Netflix and you're perusing the podcast app, fi- trying to find a review of it, and you chose ours. We thank you for that. Hope you enjoy. If you're a repeat customer, we thank you for joining us as well. How it works here in Six Pack Cinema is we do our gut reaction to the movie. Then we discuss everything we liked, we didn't like, what we would have liked to see different. Then we give it our ratings. We got a popcorn rating out of five stars and a critical rating out of 100. And that's about it. So (laughs) let's dive right into the good stuff. Gut reaction to The Highwaymen. Uh, John, you had a rough episode last week when we did when we did us so i'll let you go go off first here oh okay that's kind of you um this movie is it was tailored to me i think it was one of those movies that i sat down and i got hooked right away i actually i never even saw a trailer for this i just saw Highwaymen, kevin costner woody harrelson i'm in awesome and i didn't even find out it was about bonnie and clyde until about 20 minutes before i even turned it on Holy shit, I love this from beginning to the, even the very, very end. Even until the last credit rolled, I was not about to leave my computer, unlike Dave. So, pretty high on this movie. Okay, wow. Nice. Dave? I I also liked it. I, I don't think I loved it as much as Sheehan. No, I not. liked it, but I think this movie is also the epitome of a dad movie. Oh, fuck like, off. I No, if I showed this movie to my dad, he will fucking love this movie. Um, that's interesting. I, 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 I'll say this. This movie, I don't have much to say bad about it, but I don't have much to say, like, fantastic about it. I think it was cookie cutter. I read... I, someone posted this on Reddit, and I agree with it so much. Every scene played out how you thought it should play out. Yes, there was no surprises in this movie. Or there was nothing like, ooh, didn't see that. I didn't know that was going to happen. So it was very much like this is the true story of the guys who captured Bonnie and Clyde. Actually, I take it back. There's like two things that I thought they did that were fantastic. I like the movie, but I don't know if it's like critical praise, if, if you get what I mean. Like, Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's It's this weird mix where like I definitely enjoyed sitting down and watching it. Well, but I I wouldn't like rave about it to anyone. It's it's tough to have. Uh, you you just said that every scene played out exactly how you expected it to do. Uh, it's tough to have a a surprise or or, or like big wow moment in a, a movie about a story that's been told a billion times. It's it's a historical event. Bonnie and Clyde are a big deal. Everyone knows. I mean, at least maybe it's because I knew the story before I watched the movie because I you know I love crime stuff. Oh, yeah, but so, I know this story, too. Yeah. No, but I just you, think... But, like, these people are... How we talked about, like, Bohemian Rhapsody and other biopics where, like, if you're going to see the movie for those people, 
then you shouldn't change it. Nobody's watching this movie for these real-life people because nobody knew who they were for the most part. Exactly. The story is about Bonnie and Clyde. So they could have added shit, could have like, like had surprises in there that like intrigue you more. Yeah. And they didn't have to be such a slave to historical fact. But the, I mean, I don't think I don't see that as a con. I mean, they, it was a, a story that no one actually. I mean, I know very well the the story of Bonnie and Clyde, but I never really knew the story of the Texas Rangers that that got them that that, that killed them. I didn't know that they were disbanded and this was like a last ditch effort. There's a lot of little things they didn't know about that weren't like big wow moments, but they're just like little fun facts sprinkled across the screen. Yeah, I'm not really saying it as a negative at all. I just thought no, I, just, it, I, thought, I, just thought, it, I thought it summed it up well. I liked the movie though. There was a sense of me where Fucking cubs. Sorry. I, I have a weird sense in this movie. Oh, this sucks to even voice because I love Kevin Costner where I was like, is Kevin Costner a bad actor? And then I was like, and has he bid one forever? <laughs> and I just loved him. I don't I don't think it's true. I don't think his performance was especially special in this. I think of the two, he was the weaker. Like performance. Oh, oh, I think that's I think that's hands down. I think Kevin Costner was doing a Kevin Costner impression. That's that's exactly yeah. it. And he, Woody he, Harrelson was actually acting. He as a Kevin Costner as a person is an interesting actor and a good one to watch, but it's just that he's done it every single time. It's not bad. Not bad at all, but it's expected and it's it's not He's actually really good in Yellowstone, the Tyler Sheridan show. We spoke about that briefly last year. Hmm. Yeah, I never finished it. Me neither, but the first, like, half of the season I watched, he was very good in it. Yeah. Um, can I give you the writer and the director's credits? Because I think the other movies that they have written and directed are, like, fantastic comps to that cookie-cutter, like, we're just telling this story. All right, what, did the, what have they written and directed? Okay, so the director of this has also directed The Rookie with Dennis Quaid. Mm-hmm. The Alamo with Billy Bob Thornton, The Blind Side, Saving Mr. Banks, The Founder, and Highwaymen. The Founder. Oh. The only movie in that that I really like was uh, The Founder. That's the only one where he did something kind of different. Like it was like, whoa, yeah. this movie's like popping. The Those others. Are all good movies. I that yeah 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 I agree. I'm just saying like they don't like jump out like The Blind Side is as cookie cutter as it comes. Yep. And so is the rookie in the album. I love the rookie. I love the rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I don't think that was cookie cutter. I'll, I'll, I'll debate you on that one. That one was a good, heartwarming one. You're taking cookie cutter as a bad thing, and I'm no, I, I, I know, don't I know, mean I it as a bad thing. The formula it's definitely like cookie cutter, uh, like not like bad. Like it's a he Disney just movie. Went in, he did his job, and there was no like flourishes to it. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I, I'm not. T- I'm not saying it's a bad way either. I just thought that one was more, a little bit more special. That's all. Uh, and the writer of this movie also wrote Young Guns and Hidalgo and some episodes of Marco Polo. Young Guns. What was that? The Western. That the Western okay. with uh, Emilio Estevez and oh, yes. his oh. brother, Martin Sheen. Char- or, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to this movie. The true life story is crazy. To to This is the intersection of history that I really like is... The Wild West, when it got everything got civilized, like the Texas Rangers were the, the Wild West, like the story that Woody Harrelson tells um, the kid at one point, like we were just riding yeah. around shooting Mexicans and stuff. Like, and now they're highwaymen. 
th- that transition in, in history, like that revolution, is crazy to me. Yep. Yeah, they say they they ran around with no they uh they didn't have any leaders, but I mean they did. But the 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 original like when they opened it up, saying that they were like wild, they, they answered to nobody. That was only semi true. They were just like their own like little army militias running around taking care of business. But they were always like by the law. They were they were they were good people. There was just a lot of bad people out there to take care of. So there was no time or no uh, system in place to actually go buy the book or do any of that shit. So you had to go and kill people. You yeah, and th- this was also, like, they also alluded to, like, when they were younger doing all this, there weren't cars. Like, they were riding around on horses. Mm-hmm. It's so, crazy like, to take Texas Rangers that were on horses and, and watch, them in a car. watch their career. I actually think it could have been interesting to, ha- to have flashbacks. Yes, I, I thought that, too. When he told that story, I thought maybe if they had, like, interspersed that story throughout this as like them younger being rangers because the visualness of it would have been so jarring yeah a hundred percent i'm with you no but it's also i kind of like the fact that you you were that kid and and woody's talking to you and he was a great storyteller he was he was very visual with his words so that you get that experience as the the first-hand listener so it makes i i don't i I wouldn't mind a flashback by any means that would be awesome but i didn't hate it i thought it was kind of cool or if they did this and they dueled up uh, a famous person that they ran down as Texas Rangers as their young selves, and they mm-hmm. paralleled it with Bonnie and Clyde, that would be yes. an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. So, so that would be something that would make it a little more like every scene just goes to the next scene. And it's cookie cutter. Like if they, but it's a. I don't, who knows if I would have liked it, but I I like the idea of it right now. If they sure. were to parallel it, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of options there to kind of like boost this thing up a little bit. Uh, without saying, without t- taking anything away from it either. Yeah. Right, Why? Um, okay. Well, I was going to ask a question. So we see ahead. Woody Harrelson with his wife and kid, and like they're poor. Yeah, and his daughter and her kid. Yeah. A daughter and kid. Oh, grandson. They're, they're poor and everything. Kevin Costner isn't gonna. Doesn't want to take him, and we're we're led to believe that like Kevin Costner doesn't think highly of him, right? That's kind of no. how they like hint at it, and then it's revealed later. It's because he actually really likes him and thinks highly of him, and he didn't, didn't want, want his life out. to get ruined by it, right? Yes, he he had his. I mean, they were they were like really good friends, but he had his suspicions that he wasn't prepared, and he wasn't going to drag him around if he wasn't prepared. He knew he was a drunk. Yeah. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, the, he, I'm like, assuming at the, end once, of the mo- at the end of the movie, he tells him like, "That's not why I didn't bring you." It no, I understand because... that, but I mean, he knows his friend, and uh, he probably. I'm assuming that once the Rangers folded. And he had nothing. He probably hit the bottle pretty fucking hard, and Kevin Costner knew that. So, I mean, once you have like ten years of drinking heavily, your body's fucked up after that. So he's probably like a little weary of, of how well he was going to be. I mean, obviously, he couldn't hit that sign from twenty feet out with his gun. So he had he had reason for concern. Yeah, that makes that sense. I'm, I'm scrubbing through on Netflix right now, and uh, Dave's whole "this is a dad movie" thing is really you're really I think you hit the nail on the head, Dave, because up yours. No, no, no! Listen That's to this. That's not a bad thing. Not, listen, well, 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 when I come when I come in, say oh, I love this movie, and first thing is like, well, it's a dad. No, movie. no, no, no! Listen to this. I'm not even you don't you're not dad. I'm talking about like my dad. Like I'm talking yeah, about my like sixty year old. Like okay. your dad. All right, I'm an old soul. So it makes when sense. he bought a bunch of guns, and the guy says, "What do you need all this ammo if you don't mind me asking?" And he said, "I don't mind you asking." And that was it. And then never actually <laughs> told him, like, "I don't mind you asking, but I'm not going to answer." That's dad dialogue right there. Like the old badass line. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, then... you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, share my screen with you, and look at that. What? What did you say? Uh, yeah. if I, I highlighted that one line, and I loved it. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> okay. So, yep, checks out. And then the very, like, a couple scenes later, he's chasing the messenger boy, and he's, like, too old to jump over the fence, and he does it, and it's, like, this real... Like, I thought that was a little out of place because it was, like, slapstick, like, dumb dad humor. Oh, I'm so old, I can't chase the kid anymore. <laughs> no, the, And then the, they got the, their payback at the end when they no, knew about but when, it. When he's like, where were you? You were supposed to cover me. I could have been dead by now. One more block, we would have both been dead. Killed yeah. me. <laughs> I did like this, the character that would, that knew Bonnie and Clyde. I liked that whole dynamic of this. Yep. Where they were like, these aren't your friends. These are terrible people. Yeah. And that was kind of the whole cool point of this movie. Like, if you were to say what makes this movie interesting, it's, well, it's Bonnie and Clyde from a perspective that America never had because America fell in love with these two idiot, like, not even idiots, monsters. these two monsters. And this was from, like, we never saw Bonnie and Clyde's face until the end. And I think that moment bumps up my critical score so much, just that moment, because we never saw them. We only knew of them from the highwayman's perspective. And they're just seeing the bodies and the rubble. They're not reading the headlines and finding out who these people, like, how they're so idolized and shit. They're just, like, on the case, you know? Mm -hmm. And they say to their friend, she shot him point blank, like, these aren't your friends. These are monsters. So I thought that was she, cool. Yeah, when, when he was like, not only did she shoot him, she turned him over so he could see what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Which is that was ruthless. the moment I felt like it hit home for that kid. Yeah, that was a cool moment. I liked that moment. And then I liked when the end, so I'm skipping a lot forward here, when you see Bonnie and Clyde and, and, the, and they're just two young punk kids. They're, that's exact. They're kids. They're like 17, 18 years old. Yep. Uh, no, they're, they're a little older. No, they're they're oh, in no. like mid twenties. But see, they were they were yeah. smaller. Like people just assumed that they were like big bad crime criminals. But they made a point to lay, lay, laying the clothes out on the bed to show you. It was like, oh, she's a little girl. It's like, oh, he's he's a little man. That just it it went slightly in the way of disparaging these two, but just by pointing out the facts, it was great. Because everyone builds them up to be some heroes, and they don't realize really realize that this guy Clyde can barely see over the steering wheel. It's crazy. That that moment was really really wild. It was nice. Yeah, yeah it was cool. And then they just unloaded, and the car started rolling. I I had like I knew how they died in real life, but in the moment I was like so sucked into the movie then that I'd forgotten. And so when they unloaded on the car, I was like, holy fuck, they're really getting blown away. And they were taking. Zero chances. So they unload everything they had. She was twenty four and he was twenty five, or around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, I've seen the bullet hold car before, you know. Mm-hmm. But I never just you never you don't see those bullet holes and think like, oh, what was actually happening? You don't yeah. imagine there's only five guys with guns putting that many bullets in that, that car, you know. And when the car rolled through the town, that was nuts. That was like, what, that was or one even of the most when they drove things. through the town. I don't even get it. Why were people like hitting them or touching them? Well, because it was the middle of the depression, and these people in Bonnie and Clyde were only robbing from banks. And it wasn't like, middle of the depression. It was it was post depression. It was 1932. That was the middle of the depression. That depression in the okay. Well, Depression ended Regardless. in World War Two. Yeah, it was 1934. It was in the middle. Of the, it was the Depression. I thought the Depression ended like 31, 30. That's okay, when it started. Sorry, cl- clearly, clearly wrong. Sorry. 
Um, but yeah, no, that you're, you're Dave, so right? That, because like that, they, that's why it's like all these people are so poor and barely living day to day, and there's still all these big banks out there with tons of money, and that's what Bonnie and Clyde were doing. They were stealing from them. And murdering everyone who got in their way. But headlines didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. All the poor people saw was that they were taking money from the banks, and they were like, fuck yeah, the banks took my farm, took my home. All right, so I, I made a... Midway, midway through watching this, I, I realized how happy this was making me, and I, I, I say this a lot, this movie was made for me, so I, I made a little check, checklist of things that, uh, these boxes that checked off for, for my likes. There better be an unchecked box there, otherwise this is a lie. Well, no, no, I just, I just was thinking of things that, like, oh, that checks a box, that checks a box. Okay. So these there's are the a huge that... unchecked box. There's no Boston accent. Well, that's... It doesn't uh, yeah. take place in Boston. That's a huge there's box. No that's a huge one. Ben Affleck's not there. Yep. Okay, so what no, boxes Emma did Stone. it check off? All right, so the big boxes. It's a famous crime. Got that. Dual A-list leading men. Big one. <laughs> okay. Uh, old time period. I love I love me some period pieces. Witty humor in a serious moment. Always great. Uh, and an unwavering sense of right. What? Yeah. No, that's like a when, shitty when, checklist. No, that's the best of big boxes. Like the theme of just, uh, he's just. He's right no matter what. He's, he's, he's always by the book. I, I, just, I like that. Not, the point was that he wasn't by the book. Like, but the, the overall, whole, the story the overall was like, result was right. He did whatever he had to do to get there. So the ends justify the means. I'm that's pretty sure that's what the, the Hitler, the Nazis said in the Say what you will. Whatever. That's not what I said. All right. The little boxes. These are a little more fun. I need a car chase. Always great. When someone's in awe of new technology, that moment with Woody Harrelson and the repeating back of like wiretaps. Hilarious. Got me every time. Uh, wearing a fedora and bonus points for wearing a fedora with suspenders. Suspenders. Casual gunplay. Weird pets. Point blank murder. What weird pets were there? There was a pig. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kevin Costner's pet was a, bail, a giant fucking pig. Not, a, not like a little one either. And then uh, slight alcoholism is always a good little twinge. So, all right. Those are my boxes. Hey, uh, you quick question. You boxes to judge every movie we do now. Did you have, your point, did you have point blank murder as one of the boxes of the things you like? Things, Yeah, things that, that get me. Yeah, I do. I'll stand by that. I'm not right. a fan of it actually happening, but like when that moment, it's intense. I, I just, it, it's, there's no reason for it. It's just my internal instinct says interesting. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move I, on to. Or you got something, Dave? I was just gonna say a scene I really did like though was when they were in the bar with the guy they got furloughed, and Woody Harrelson goes to the bathroom. Because the entire movie, you've kind of been like, it, like Sheehan said before, is he up to snuff? Can he still do this? And mm-hmm. in like two seconds, he takes care of all three of them. He gets one guy in the toilet, the gun out on the other guys, and that was the moment I was like, oh shit! All right, he's still like, he's not a step behind. He can do this. Yeah. I was I was very skeptical of that scene before that happened, because he goes in there and then the guy is following behind him. I was like, motherfucker! If Clyde walks in behind him, I'll be I would have taken points off because they're like this guy's he's got a magic dick. Every time he pees in public, he, Clyde shows up. So I was very happy Clyde wasn't there that time. Okay, nice. Um, my favorite I have I have two big scenes I loved. Which was the first time Kevin Costner went to target practice, and he just pulls the kid off the the, the little work when they're when they're uh, building the fence. Yeah, I like that. Well, it's just 
think of that happening today. Got old man says, hey, come over here. I got a job for you. Throw this bottle in the air. I'm going to shoot at it. Here, take this money. Don't tell anyone. And he walks away. It just, it was, in today's world, that's like, a, there's so many no-nos that you couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, there's a <laughs> lot. A lot of, they Lots even wear seatbelts. That, that's true. And then the other one is the, the buying of the guns. His whole yeah. shopping spree. Like so that? casual, so cool. When he's like clicking, like listening to the, the chambers go up and down, just like such a pro. Yeah. Asking, asking about the bullets. He's like, you got the half thing or the full? Yeah, I'll get them all. What the hell? He's just so flippant. It's awesome. I liked when Woody Harrelson was trying to bribe the Florida cops. And they were like, get the, like, you shoot this gator with a gun. And mm. they're like, you better get out of here. We don't take bribes. He's like, good. Just the guys I'm looking for then. <laughs> and, and I like that. But that's a dad scene. Yeah, but yeah. you know, a little subtle detail. He he didn't have badges. He actually just had his Texas Ranger badge on him. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, he pulled out. He pulled out an old Texas Ranger badge. Yeah, he pulled out like an old star. Star. Badge. Yeah. That's cool. It's a, a cool little detail. I like that. All right, let's go to our ratings then. Okay. This is going to be interesting because I think you're slightly more positive on it, John, than David. I'm high. I'm higher but, on this than most. But I, I will. I'm interested to see how similar or not similar we feel because the conversation wasn't that contentious at all. I mean, no. no. All right. Let's go with uh, critical first. And I'm going to give my score first. Go ahead. Okay. And it is at 81. Very fair. I think, I... It's, I think it's good. I don't think it's like amazing. I think it's kind of cookie cutter like we said. But I, I liked watching it. Um, 70 felt low, 81 feel, 80 felt a little low. So I did 81. That's fair. I, uh, I gave it an 80 for almost the exact same reason. I really liked, like, I enjoyed watching the movie, but it's, I, like, I don't know how to like describe it. We've been trying to the entire time. It wasn't bad. It just, it never wowed me. And I would have enjoyed watching it more with, if my dad was here watching it with me. All right. Okay. John? Uh, I'm higher than you guys, which you expected. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I say it every time, I'm more of a story guy, and this was a good story for me. And I, I went to my trusty little uh, my ranking list, and I wanted to make sure that I placed this appropriately. And I was thinking, well, I, I need it to be better than Mission Impossible Fallout. I got to have one more over that. So I'm going with a 91. Okay. <laughs> I know it's a little high, but I don't care because it's, it's, this is my opinion. And it's no, okay no, to yeah, be different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and we, we respect each other's opinions. That's fine. It averages, yeah. out, it averages out to an 84. I'm fine with it. Which is fair. Yeah. I think that's very fair. Is this in your, like, your top 10 movies now? It is. Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, it might be. Yeah, One, I think it's number two, 10. Three. It's number nine. Hey, no, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Not just like popcorn, but I just liked the experience. I'm going to watch this so many more times. Cool. I'll tell you, I, after, after my like fifth watching of it, I'll come back and report and see if my... See if it holds up. Yeah. All right, popcorns then. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking punch John in for five popcorns right away. Actually, it was a three. Are you no, serious? of course not. It was fucking five. <laughs> Absolutely, it's five. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mine is uh, 3.5. Mine was also 3.5. Wow, Dave. We saw completely eye-to-eye. Same movie. <laughs> you guys, can I, can I just uh, 
do one contest for you guys. Yeah. You both watched it the same way, too. You broke it up into halves, and you watched it while, while doing other things. I didn't watch it while doing anything else. You told us you were, like, wrapping up. You're like, oh, I'm good to go. The movie's not over yet. Well, I so texted you, you as like the credits were rolling, saying I can record because no, we had don't pushed back that up. recording you, you said, for like two you, hours. You, you said once they got shot, and there was still more after that. Um, but, yeah, like the credits and like the what the I, real just, people did. Whatever you guys did, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. Is there might be a uh, like a, a parallel to watching the movie broken up in halves and then your experience with it. No, I think it was, like, so easy to follow that I was like, okay, I can do some other stuff. Well, I mean, it's not complex by any means, but, I mean, you get yeah. in the moment more when you're watching it all the way through. I got I in the moment. I got the in the moment. This the first movie I've watched where I broke it up in half, and I only did that because I couldn't finish it last night. I was, de- I was falling asleep, and I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you guys missed anything, per se. Absolutely not. But just the, the experience of watching a movie from beginning to end is, is different than, than breaking it up into two. That's all. There might be well, something to that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. If someone asked me, like, Highwaymen on Netflix, what did you think? I'd say, I liked it. You should watch it. And that's all you can ask. Yeah. I don't think this makes our, our top ten list as a podcast, right? I Probably not. not. No. I don't think so. So where it falls on our list, though, mm-hmm. is... Okay, this is interesting. Oh, this is a great comparison. It falls below Slow West, the Western... With the big shootout at the end with the salt, okay. and, I, and I think that's fair. Yes, I think we were all much higher on. The, well, maybe not Sheehan, but you and I were much higher on that. No, Sheehan was higher. He gave oh. Slow West an eighty-seven. Yeah, I liked it a lot. But uh, First Man, First what is wrong with us. First Man is an eighty-four. Well, Dave think, loved First Man. I don't think I loved it. Well, you gave Dave. it a ninety-two. Uh. I think I gave it that for like all the technical stuff. If you go back and listen, yeah, you tell you your rate, Dave. Your rating board is like wild. Oof, all of No, it point. is not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so on point. Let Michigan five minutes ago saying we all respect each other's ratings. <laughs> on this, on this episode, on this episode, <laughs> just this episode. Uh, Buster Scruggs comes in right below it. A couple westerns all surrounding each other. It's pretty good. I like nice. it. So, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you guys want first, critics or audience? Oh, this is an audience movie for sure. Easily this, digestible. Like, you know how we said the critics eat us up because it's got a metaphor and so other meanings? This does none of that. Critics are going to be like, they were so stupid. Um, <laughs> I think critics have it like at a 55. Shin, what do you think? And I think Kevin Costner's performance wasn't anything special, and critics are going to be like, Kevin Costner sucked. Also, it was, it was the first time I really noticed that Kevin Costner dyes his hair. Huh. So there's there's that. Uh, I'm gonna say 60 because you're you're right for all those reasons. It is a 53 critically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great. audience. What do you think the audience threw at it? Higher. I want to go with uh, 82. Yeah, maybe 75. It's at a 79, so right in between you two. There you go. Yeah. I mean, if anyone wanted a Bonnie and Clyde story, they're pissed off and giving this oh, a Oh, they're rating. definitely disappointed. Well, I mean, it's whatever. It's not a Bonnie and Clyde movie. I mean, it is, but it's a Texas Ranger movie. But I'm saying uh, the audience score, any idiot can do that. Oh, I wanted fucking Bonnie and Clyde one, one point. You're right. 
So they would lower it. So you got to factor yeah. in everything. Yeah. Also, I blame. You know what? I was I was kind of hoping it would be kind of cool in the beginning when they uh, that the young cop kid was talking. Uh, he wanted to be a shortstop for the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. It, w- it would have been nice if they said Washington Senators instead. Why? Why? Because they became the Texas Rangers. That would have been nice, right? I mean, for you, because you were you saw it coming. I uh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, know Washington- that, that would have meant nothing to me. Well, <laughs> excuse me for being a dad, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> this is your movie. All right, well, thank you guys. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what your critical and your popcorn score would be. Message us on Twitter at Six Pack Cinema, on Instagram at Six Pack Cinema, Six Pack Cinema Podcast.com. We'll get you to our rankings and our blog posts and all that stuff. And I think that's about it. Do we have a movie for next Monday? I'm trying to find the XL. He's trying to find the XL, so we will kill time. Yep. So we're going to open up pages here. We're not going to talk about it, but we're going to do it. Dave, what was the better movie, First Man or Green Book? For what? Like, I think popcorn. No, no critical. No, no, critical. no, for any aspect. Any critical. aspect. For critical, First Man. Yeah, are you just saying Fuck that because you. you know you're wrong? We're not respecting that opinion. <laughs> First man only beats it in sound score or soundscape. No, I think the whole, like, all of the shots and every. If you go back, we were all very high on how it was oh, shot D- and everything. Dave wants us to watch Pet Cemetery. Fuck no. <laughs> oh, I think I put that because it was the only big release yeah. coming out next week. Dave, what was better, The Favorite or Us? Again. I I rated the favorite highly because critically I think it is better, but like personal enjoyment not at all. My popcorn on that's like a one or something. Mm. Mm. Was better three billboards or first man? Three billboards. Three billboards. Well, not according to you. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think I gave like more points to like if you go back and listen to the interview, I was like raving about how it was shot with like the claustrophobicness of being in the shuttle. Like and she and I remember you brought up how like the project looked so shitty and then like as time was going on it was getting nicer and nicer. I'm just being a jerk. You can probably do this with my rankings as well. Because I have I have uh, you know what we just didn't really know our rankings for a long time. Yeah, we we weren't keeping track at all. Yeah, and we were just like throwing numbers out there. Now it's much more organized. I do got to love, though, Mother at the bottom, zero popcorn, 13.3 critical. I am the most favorable critical raider. Are you? I know, I know what we should do for next week. We should, we should that review. Is shocking. Well, you have a ton of NAs. Yeah, we should review American Animals next week. I love that movie. Did we figure out if it's streaming somewhere? We'll find you one. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch it. That's a good one. It's a really good one to watch. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, we're doing a throwback movie, kind of. American like Animals, year last year's hit. American Animals, about, well, a, hot, uh, about a bunch of college kids that go to rob the most oldest books about birds. Movie Pass's first uh, big release. Yeah. All right, and thank older. you guys for listening. We will be back again on Friday with Hollywood Headliners and then Monday with American Animals. See you there. Love y'all.